0: Hey listeners, welcome to Sure Capital's new podcast series. We're calling this speed dating because the whole idea is to grab people at trade shows and pitch-a-thons and investor meetings and get a real on-the-fly understanding of what their business is, what they're hoping to accomplish and why they're the ones to place big bets on. We think it's a great environment to grab folks because they're very much in the middle of the game and we're getting the fresh and hot thoughts as they bounce from investor meeting to investor meeting. So without further ado... We hope you enjoy this episode of Shred Capital's Speed Dating.
1: Good afternoon, everyone. We are in our uh, next podcast session here in Halifax, Nova Scotia, attending the Atlantic Venture Forum, and we're excited today to have Ali Musavi with us from Mock Biotechnologies and Mock, ladies and gentlemen. Is an acronym, M-O-C, for Magical Organ Cloner so let's get into this ali tell me what the heck is a magical organ cloner and why did you start this company okay
2: actually our project is starting from the some of the uh problem that my family had it my grandmother uh, has a cancer and she couldn't afford to pay for medical because you know that this cancer period takes a lot of monies and she died during that time i was the founder of the one company in implants I search a lot in that area, and I understand that the future for the medicals, in particular for the curing and the drug discovery, will be bioprinting. Because I had experience in 3D printing, so I start to develop a new startup for the 3D bioprinting. So that was a starting idea in 2017. I get a, a several kind of traction, idea, grants, and award, and I keep continuing to work with my startup. I came here in 2021 after the COVID situation, and we incorporated in Halifax. And basically what we are doing, we are eliminating the use of animal testing. Since 1930, all of the products, medical, diagnostic, drugs, need to have the animal testing as a part of preclinical and clinical tests for the drug discovery, and it's part of the FDA protocol. But last year, there was a huge news happened in the US. They call it Modernization Act 2 that is signed by President Biden last December. And it means that the new alternative can be used in the animal testing. And this was a great news for us because we're already in the market and we had some prototype regarding to this business. And it's very shocking for everybody of us because we are one of the alternatives and we can be in the market very soon without needing the FDA clearance or something. And it's very good for the pharmas because, you know, that 90% of all of pharmaceutical research will be failed in. Human materials, so it means that you know that they are spending billions of dollars for developing of different kinds of drugs, but with the use of the technology like us that we are providing bioprinter, they will be escape a lot of phases. They can use the a human tumors or human cells and testing the drug only on them. Mm. So it means that imagine that ninety percent of all of this time will be shortened. Sometimes it takes about uh, ten years to getting all of the phases of FDA for the one cancer pills. But with our technology, it will be faster, less expensive, and more accurate. And it's ethical, you know, that you don't need the ethical passing for the animal testing. And it's crazy because, you know, that according to the results, more than 4 million animals are dying in Canada for research. So imagine that helping the humans, and beside we can helping the animals together with the new technology. That's the things that we are working. Uh, during the last year, we developed and upgrade our system to the new generation of the bioprinter. This is a patent pending technology that we have a patent in Canada and the US, and we call it four-dimensional bioprinting. Do you know what is the difference between four dimension and three dimensions?
1: Uh, I do not, but you're gonna tell me.
2: Okay, look at your skin and uh, check it with a picture that you had it 10 years before. What is the difference with your uh, skins? Well, because I'm
1: fat, I don't get wrinkles. So I think 10 years ago, I looked pretty much the same, but uh, I'm just messing with
2: <laughs> Yeah, I know. So yeah, wrinkles, I guess. Exactly. Right. Time will be changing the shape of the structure, organ and tissues. So if you are doing the three-dimensional bioprinting, we have the physical aspects. Sure. But the important thing is that regarding to different kind of the inside body stimulation, like, you know, that each body have a different kind of temperature, different kind of magnetic. So these are the things that might affect the organs. So what we are doing, we are applying a different kind of stimulation, same as the inside body stimulation, like a temperature, like electromagnetic field, disorder stimulation that we call it. And during the time, it will be changing the structure, same as inside the body. Wow. That's one of the unique things that's regarding to our technology that is unique. You cannot find it in a different thing. We have the patent pending regarding this smart bed technology that we have it for this wow. month. And it means that when you're applying this, you can simulate the same organ in our technology. Sure regarding to the age or other things, it can be used for that. So
1: if you create an organ for testing purposes, and perhaps you're going to print a thousand of them because you need a thousand of the exact same organs to run tests or or so on would that be a practical application of the technology
2: then more key things regarding to technology it can be customized experiments so imagine that for example one of the research that we already conducted we're getting some tumor cells from the person that have the cancer customized that is customized because you know that each metabolism for each patient might be different but Right now, all of them had to be using the same drug. But what if we can customize the drug related to each patient? So it means that it can be used for different customization drug discovery with our technology. And it's good because each condition is different. And one of the important things regarding to the drug discovery, you know that they're having the animal testing after that, the human clinical trials. But what they are doing most of the time, they are testing these drugs to the young generation and young people. because. they don't want to be a failure for the drugs right. that's the samples but the most majority of the patients eventually for the cancer are the old generations and they are not that risk drugs for the old because they might be dying soon or something like that that's why that's most of the time this drug is not calibrate with the old people that's the case but with our technology we can using the old people aged people Generation and we can customize the drug based on that. species, you know that for example, the Afri- African is not same as a Canadian. They might need different drugs for the skin cares. That's the main thing that technology will be developing. And you know that right now the AI is using a different kind of drug discovery, so they can be customized the drug discovery with the formulation and synthesis, and they can directly come to our technology without any call codes or anything, they can test it, that's easy.
1: Wow, that's pretty cool.
0: This podcast is brought to you by Shred Capital, www.shredcapital.com and where all fine social media channels might be found. If you're an early stage founder, taking your first or ideally second crack at a game-changing startup, we'd love to help you get to first base.
1: So I have to think that amongst our thousands of listeners, we would have at least one or two that will ask the question, if you're printing an organ for testing, isn't it a logical next step to print organs to actually just say, well, we're gonna remove the tumor, let's just print a new organ to put in a human. And we don't need necessarily to test it because we're gonna put a a new organ. Where do you see 3D or 4D printing of reusable actual organs that can then become something that you would harvest out of the 3D environment and then place into a human.
2: Exactly, that's actually our final goal for the three-dimensional bioprinting, printing printing the actual organ. That's why we call it magic's Organ Clonic. That's the main thing that we are trying to aim there. But you know that we have a distance to that time, maybe 10 years or 20 years later on, and it needs FDA clearance, that's another thing that we might go through that one. But for right now, because we are providing some device that can be used for the research, we don't need those kinds of the certification. That's why that our model is right now is focused in this area. If we're getting some tractions, bigger company as a startup, we're becoming a, uh, from medium size or big size. In that time, we will be focusing in some organs. Right now, we're printing some organs like bone, Skin or cartilages, but uh, in the future that might be functional that can be used, and we don't need those. yeah exactly. no, sure,
1: yeah, it makes makes complete sense. So think about what are the kinds of things that keep you up at night as an entrepreneur. What scares you? What keeps you awake thinking?
2: You know that as an entrepreneur, one of the important things that is different is you had to know a lot of things. You had to wear different kind of hats. So it means that, for example, in the morning, I might be a financial advisor. In the evening, I should be a business analyst. And in the night, I might be electrical engineer. So it means that you need to know a lot of different area. Eventually, when you're a small startup, you don't have a lot of employees. So it means that you have to handle a lot of things by yourself. And it gives you a lot of stress. That's the main thing. If you want to have a happy life without any stress or anything, you should not enter the entrepreneurship. You just go to the one office, they give you a good salary because you're a high qualified engineer and they say that, okay, this is 120 per year or something and it will be very easy life and you would only design one thing and it's finished. But when you are... entrepreneur, you had to deal with a lot of things. You had to explain a sophisticated technology to the people that don't know anything about the technology. Maybe they are from art side and they are sitting there and you had to explain that. What is that? Sometimes they're not believing you. you say, no, oh, it's a science fiction movie or something like that. And you know, that is very hard for you because you, you spend a lot of time. You, For example, sometimes I am working about 17 to 18 hours day. So it means that, and in that time, you know, that is very hard for us because for example, I see that, okay, I lived everything that I had in my previous life. I was the university professor. I was a director of the research center. I had my own company in implants. That was the revenue and give it up everything. And I start one thing that I believe that that will be the future. But uh, sometimes, you know, that's, in this road, you will be disappointed. Sometimes there are a lot of stress for you and your family. You see that, okay, let's get everything out and go to the one company and get a good salary and have fun like everybody else. But I think that that's the difference between the entrepreneur and the ordinary people.
1: Oh, there's no question about that. And you sound like a very purposeful and passionate leader. So that's great to hear. What piece of advice would you give to someone that was starting a company tomorrow that you knew? your you know Maybe a nephew comes and says, hey, uncle, I want to start this business or this product or anything. One piece of advice.
2: Uh, I think that uh, most of the times uh, people should wear the shoes to know what is the real situation. If I'm telling that, okay, this thing is good or this thing is bad, sometimes I think that it doesn't make sense because people should feel the way That's the main thing. For example, if somebody is thinking that, okay, I am a good gambler. I want to gamble my life to be in the aim and the passion that I have. I think that this is the way had to do it but if they want to having a very common life without stress or anything i think that that's another story so i think that is depends on the personality of the person that can they tolerate a lot of stress or not they want to having a normal life and everybody happy right. and yeah
1: yeah not everybody can be an entrepreneur right that's exactly. that's for sure so thank you very much ali appreciate your time today And that's a wrap for this session of our podcast from Halifax at the AVF. Hey folks, hope you enjoyed this
0: episode of Shred Capital's speed dating podcast. We think it's a great new format where we get fresh, hot and fast takes from founders that are right in the middle of the action at investor events, trade shows, pitch-a-thons, you name it. So if you want to know more, please come visit us at www.shredcapital.com. Learn a bit more about what we do to help early stage startups put their best foot forward and raise that crucial first round of capital. And you can also find Shred wherever you find social. You can find this podcast in the usual spots. We're on LinkedIn. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. Come talk to us.